You're listening to Crusader Chronicles, Episode 12, featuring Amazing Spider-Man number 156 from February 1976. Welcome to the 12th episode of the Longbox Crusade Crusader Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Pat, a.k.a. Christatos. Crusader Chronicles is a spin-off podcast that will journal the comic book issues read chronologically by their release date from my many comic book collection, either in digital, in a trade, or from many long boxes stashed away in my basement. Each episode will provide short recaps, reviews, and ratings of the issue or issues for that release date. Sometimes I will be joined by fellow podcasters and friends, or sometimes it just may be me alone. The goal is to keep me actively reading through my collection. Joining me this episode are Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist. It's a prescription for danger. All around the globe, it's time for more Death Probe. Happy to be here. Awesome. And also joining us is Delvin Williams, our dark web expert. Search expert, I should say. Pop goes the weasel go. Oh wait, <laughs> that's not mine. That's that. I was just trying it on. Uh, only one person can do that one justice, and unfortunately, he's not with us right now. But we're gonna miss him because I did have some things later on that I wanted to ask him. So hopefully, somebody can fill that void, and and maybe our guest, special guest Ken, and with us is Glenn. Percival, also known aka as Torgo, from the podcast and website PlayStation Nation. Are you saying I'm going to fill a gap? Is that a fat joke? <laughs> well, I don't know. Nah, hey, <laughs> you do who you are. And... <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you got to make sure that uh, Pat gets that Torgo sound effect. Oh, I yeah. have it if yeah, you send need it. it to me. I, I imagine you do. Send it to me. I actually play it on my phone all the time. That's my walking around music, is the Torgo. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome to the show, Glenn. Why, thank you. (laughs) Glad glad to have you here. (laughs) You're my biggest fan. Glenn is actually a personal friend of mine, too, from way back when. So there may be some stuff that comes up that people don't understand, but we'll we'll get it. I'll try not to do that. (laughs) More and more confusion. I I have done the... I, I've done this podcasting the thing before, so I, I shouldn't make a weird mistake like that, but I'm wow, sure I you will. Know, I just realized it's like we have two buddies, me and Glenn, friends, and Jared and Delvin are friends. Because we're best friends. Keep it together, man. Keep it together. We have to be frenzier friends than those friends. These yeah. uh, nuts. Well, Glenn, why don't you tell us about you and your podcast? Uh, yeah, my name's Glenn. I've been doing a PlayStation, well, quote unquote, PlayStation podcast for around eleven years, uh, which I just retired from two days ago. Yeah, thanks. Uh, No, it's all right. It's 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 run its course, Um, but it is continuing on. uh, Two of our writers that have done the podcast before taking it over, Uh, but we've been around. 
almost 11 years. We're about a month. Oh, no, actually, in February, it's it's 11 years. So 11 years now. Uh, you can find it at psnation.com. We've got a, a team of writers that uh, we do a lot of reviews. Uh, we've got some fun forums. Uh, work a lot with uh, game publishers. Uh, we have, have had a lot of really good interviews in the past, um, different game developers and actors uh we just had janina Gavankara on last year and, and she's awesome and yeah but i i decided to re- retire um i've just gotten on a really big retro gaming kick lately again and i'm a collector of video games I, i'm a movie buff uh i'm actually a bigger fan of movies than video games surprisingly yeah Jared, you should see and, his uh, yeah. disc collection you think mine is like nothing compared to his i think i'm at like 380 uh, now see? 380 laser discs that's a- and, like over I think I'm over a thousand movies total now for DVDs, Blu-rays, and Laserdiscs. This guy is a hoarder. Yeah. I'm not really a hoarder. Actually, <laughs> I I am kind of, but uh, I got rid of a lot of stuff. But the Laserdisc thing was a big deal for me because I always wanted one when I was growing up, especially for that's how you could get a lot of movies in Letterboxd mm-hmm. back then. It was the only way. And uh, yeah, I got that when I was in college and I got the Star Wars trilogy right away, that mm-hmm. big box set. That was the first thing I bought. and. Now it's just like I'm not even in the market for laser discs anymore. But every now and then you go somewhere and they have them for like a dollar a piece. And you're like, oh, let me look through here. And I found some. there's like three DTS discs I still want to buy. That's about it. Cool. But I just, yeah. bought, I just bought Pat a new laser disc. This, well, new laser disc yeah. is a funny phrase. I purchased <laughs> a nice disc for Pat yes. this last week. What was And what was that? I got him a James Bond movie. I got him Tomorrow Never Dies. Ooh. Well, full credit. It's actually Kirk who did it. Kirk was at the at the used store and he he uh, texted me some shots. You want any of these laser discs? And I said, get that Bond one for, for Pat. Yes. Nice. Yes. I've actually got the incredibly rare Criterion CAV discs for both Dr. No and from Russia with Love, which got taken off the shelves right away because because of the audio tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Because the director commentary, the Broccoli's didn't like it. So they asked uh, or they basically forced Criterion to pull them off the shelves. So the CLV versions of them don't have that uh, commentary, but the CAVs do. And I have Ooh, them. Very cool. Yeah very proud of those discs of having them <laughs> well done <laughs> all right i just got the the looney tunes pack even and i got it for 10 bucks uh, with all the the blacklisted wb cartoons all the uh the world war ii cartoons cool. right all right, right yeah yeah some rare, rarities i've got some really rare stuff i've got uh, a lot of the rare criterion stuff uh like uh hard-boiled and the killers which were only out for about three weeks so he's, yeah uh, he's got a, like i told you he's got a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true well, anything else you want to tell us or we can go ahead and start to move on i'll wait until later to tell any oh, stories right. to embarrass you pat and i will make sure i will edit them out <laughs> or, or at least say these are I'll stories that it. and i'll put but that jared did <laughs> yeah these are stories <laughs> of fiction well with that uh before we get started with this episode issue let's take a quick podcast promo break Hello, Paul. Hello. I am Dr. Herfelstaffner. Come in, t- come in, please. Take a seat. Take a seat. What can I do for you today? I uh, just, I just, I'm, I can't sleep. I, I, I can't focus on anything. The only thing I can think about is like DC events. DC events? As in the comic books? DC events? Yes, yes. The comic book events. Ooh, interesting. Uh, are we we talking things like Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, yeah, totally. That one, yeah. Uh, Infinite Crisis? Yeah, yeah, that one too. Oh, very, very. Invasion, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, uh, the Genesis? Uh, not so much. No? Oh. Okay, well, I think it's really good if you talk about 
the things that are troubling you in your life. So maybe you should do a podcast about this obsession. What, what, what do you call this obsession? What do you think it is? I think you're a unique case. I've not seen anything like this before in my office. I'm going to suggest that you have what we call DCOCD. What? DCOCD? You are obsessive and compulsive about your DC events. I think you should talk it out, get it out of your system via a podcast. I will help you, my friend. We shall do a podcast together about your DCOCD. Oh, Okay. When I won't even start? charge you for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't think I can claim you on <laughs> benefits. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. <laughs> when shall we start? Um, I'll get back to you on that. I'll check my I'll check my timetable. <laughs> cool. Welcome back from the break. Today's Crusader Chronicles issue is. Amazing Spider-Man number 156. Publisher is Marvel. Cover dated of May 1976 with an on-sale date of February 10th, 1976. Got a cover price of 25 cents. With a note, though, there was a 30-cent variant of this issue exists out there somewhere. Why? Imagine that. I wonder what it looks like. I wonder if it's the same. Hmm. Editor is Len Wein with the title of On a Clear Day, You Can See the Mirage. Writer is also Len Wein. Penciler is Ross Andrew. Inker, Mike Espotito. Letter. Now they're swinging a miss. <laughs> oh, I'm just swinging. He's, he's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of excited to hear how he's going to pronounce the, the letterer's name. Let's let's move on. I think I got this one. Yeah. I've been practicing this one. Hopefully it's right. Letterer is Gaspar Saladino. Nice. That was, that was too good. Uh, I disapproved. Gaspar Saladino. Colorist is Glennis Ween. And we have the cover credit uh, artist is John Romita. Uh, and on the cover, Jared, give us a little description of that. All right. There's actually uh, quite a bit going on on this cover. Uh, it focuses on the wedding party of Ned Leeds and Betty Brant. And in that party, we see, gosh, uh, it's like Joe Robertson, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, the preacher, Aunt May, Mary Jane, and I think Harry yeah, Osborne. And they're all sort of, you can yeah, see he's like peeking out. They're all like crazy, sort of crazy Osborne together. here back there. Yeah. <laughs> Those, those Osborne cornrows peeking out from behind. They're all sort of huddled together around the altar in fear as they're being surrounded by Mirage and his henchmen. Spidey is swinging in to hit Mirage, but he's hitting a Mirage. Mm. It's a complicated cover, folks. There's a lot going on. So, like, Spidey's swinging in the forefront. Uh, they're all huddled in fear. There's a blue background with uh, some church pews in the foreground. Lots going on here. Uh, it's got the classic Amazing Spider-Man logo dangling from the webs. It's got the Marvel Comics Group banner, still only 25 cents. And it's got some cover blurbs. We've got Mirage saying, to beat me, Webhead, you have to find the real me first. And you're not going to live long enough to do that. It says, at last, the long-awaited wedding of Betty Brant and Ned Leeds, introducing the most mind-boggling wedding guest of all, the murderous Mirage. So, lots of people, lots of action, uh, but still pretty well done. But we'll get into people's opinions on that at your leisure. Right, let's Pat. start with Delvin. Delvin. <laughs> so, uh, 
I can. I was looking for the artist uh, just to see whether his name was somewhere, and if it was, I missed it. But I knew right away it was a John Romita cover, just which is, of course, a compliment to you know one of the men of comic books that you can look at his style and know exactly who drew it right away. If Spider Man wasn't in that cover, like it would be pretty pretty boring, mm-hmm. I think. Because I'm not a fan of Mirage's costume. That thing is ugly. I don't like it. It's yeah. terrible. I, I got the nozzle things on the side of the head. I don't like it. It's ugly. And also, other than that, it would just be, you know, a wedding party, which, you know, that's not very exciting or comic-y at all. But, you know, a dynamic spotty coming in, swinging to kind of show off Mirage's powers are, are pretty cool. And, and it, it kind of saves the day that Spidey doing his, his thing. Uh, it, it saves the cover for me. All right. Jared. Uh, I, I like the cover. Um, yeah. Mirage's costume is a little weird. I'll just go ahead and put this on the table. I honestly thought Mirage was a flash villain. I must have him confused with somebody else. Cause when I first saw that cover, I was like, where well, did that guy was a flash hmm. villain, but I got to give it up for John Romita. Obviously he's a classic Spidey penciler, but he is packed in. I mean, we talked about it. Uh, quick count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, like 11, 12 characters, stained glass windows, flowers with candles, pews. He's packed a lot onto this cover. And it's and even though it's kind of a lot going on, it doesn't feel insanely busy. It's a busy mm-hmm. cover, but not distractingly so. So I give a tip of the cap for him being able to include all that. And not have it kind of turn into a mess. What do you think, Glenn? I agree about the Mirage's costume. He kind of looks like he's a teapot cosplayer <laughs> with the handles on the side of the head. <laughs> also, I think that's Aunt May kind of up up and up and to the left. It looked like looks like she just drank from the wrong oh, yeah. holy grail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just all she sunken chose, she in. Chose and <laughs> yes. She chose poorly. Uh, I mean it's interesting. I I am not a Marvel guy at all, so I don't really recognize any of these people except for, obviously, Spider-Man and J. Jonah Jameson because I've seen the movies. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's easy to understand what's going on, I guess. It's all right. It definitely looks like a 70s cover with the color Mm -hmm. that's used, but... Hmm. All right. Well, I I think I agree with a lot of you guys. There's The art's great. The drawing, uh, how the characters, their detail on them, very good. But it's not a cover that really jumps out to me. Um, like if I was looking at it on the shelf or the the spin rack or wherever it would, would I buy it? Uh, maybe because it's a Spider-Man one, but it wouldn't be like one I would want to just read right away. It just doesn't give me that excitement. Not if it had a 30 yeah. cents. Oh, yeah. For price. 30 cents, no. Oh, <laughs> 25, yeah, I'd buy it. But the 30 cents, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that's five. I could have got like Deal five you know, Tootsie Rolls or something. Well, I think the 30 cent variant probably comes with 3D glasses or something in the back. <laughs> that's the only yeah. way I'd buy it. Or like seahorses in a little bag. <laughs> Comes with real spider eggs. Uh, what? <laughs> Don't tell mom. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that, this cover really isn't doing for me. So why don't we go ahead and get into the ratings? Uh, just a reminder of the rating system we have here. Even though Jason's not here, I'm still going to say it just in case he listens. <laughs> He's going to tune in. We don't want him to be confused when he listens. Nothing's changed, Jason. Here's the rating system. It's a one through five. And a one is you hated it. Two, you didn't like it. Three, you liked it. Four, really liked it. And five, you loved it. With that, let's get into my rating. I'm going to give this a two just because it really doesn't do much for me. The arting is good, but yeah. Grumpy Pat. I like it. I like Grumpy Pat. Delvin's rubbing off on me. I'm I'm like, ugh. 
I'm, I'm going to start to say. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Don't use the phrase <laughs> Delvin's rubbing off on me. <laughs> Usually got to pay extra for that. <laughs> Have to file that one in the after dark again. <laughs> Glenn, what do you, what's your rating? I agree. It's a two. I, if I saw this on the shelf, I really wouldn't care. It, it's just not that I dynamic, know. really. Let's see what Delvin's got to say. Ooh, see, I, I had it as a three because it's Romita, and I feel bad like taking like a classic guy and saying I don't like it. But then again, I kind of been crapping on Len Wein's writing. But I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll stick to my guns. I'll give it a three. Fair enough, Jared. I, I've got it as as a three as well. I mean, it's John mm-hmm. Romita. The art is good, and again, it's tough to cram that much stuff into a cover and not have it just become a hot mess on you. So I'm giving them the extra point for accomplishing that task. So I'm giving it a three. Fair enough. I I see where you guys are going and I understand that. I just, I'm just not feeling this cover. See, I, I think that, you know, sorry for you know applying math here, um, but it, it averages out to be below three and that's kind of a good yeah. spot for it to be in, you know, other than Spidey, it's a villain with an ugly yeah. costume and some folks at a wedding. Yep. Yeah. All right, see, so yeah, I'm bringing you down. I'm bringing I you agree. Down. <laughs> I like it. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with that, why don't we just get into the story? And Delvin, go ahead and give us the synopsis. While attending a demonstration in radiology, high school student Peter Parker was bitten by a spider which had accidentally been exposed to radioactive rays. Through a miracle of science, Peter soon found that he had gained the spider's powers and had, in effect, Become a human spider. A Spider-Man. Stanley presents The Amazing Spider-Man. This issue with Spidey arriving back at his bachelor pad after a night of web slinging. While Pete would want nothing more than to catch some Z's, he can't. Today is the big wedding of Ned Leeds and Betty Brent, two longtime friends from the Daily Bugle. Meanwhile, the mysterious stranger who's popped up the last few issues convinced someone is chasing him, uh, but the stranger believes he knows who can save him. Will we finally find out who that is and who he is? Everyone prepares for the wedding as Mary Jane helps fix Peter's bow tie and maybe their relationship once and for all. They head to the wedding together at a massive, luxurious venue there's no way two reporters could possibly afford. As the wedding starts, the villainous Mirage and his henchmen begin raiding other wedding parties, eventually making their way to the Leeds wedding. Peter finds a way to break free and comes back as Spidey, disarming and incapacitating all the bad guys except Mirage. Mirage gives Spidey a run for his money, but in the end, he faces, quite literally, the light of justice. P.S. The stranger finally reveals himself to someone near and dear to Pete's heart. Who that person is and who the stranger is will be very shortly revealed. That's it. Oh, you're not right then. I get it done, man. Tell us who it is. Okay, we'll figure okay. it. We'll let com- it come out. Professional victim number thirteen. <laughs> we'll let it come out in the in the comments here. That's well, right. Then with that, let's roll into the bricker brack of this issue. <laughs> bricker brack. <laughs> That's what we're calling this. We're calling the the bricker brack. Bricker brack. Right. It was Doctor Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go into first read or reread. Glenn, first read or reread for you. 
not only is this my first read, uh, but this is my first read of any Spider-Man Ooh, comic ever. Really? Oh my! Wow! Dang. Yes! Wow! Yeah! Wow. Yeah! Yeah! I'm a Batman guy, so leading a weird life. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, teach their own. Yeah. Uh, Jared, I love Batman too, but uh, this is this is a first read uh, on this issue. I've read a lot of other Spider-Man <laughs> issues, though. but yeah, first read. This is a first read for me as well. But I have read some other Sp- Amazing Spider-Man, so can, at least 11 of them so far. 12. <laughs> at least. <laughs> Delvin, how about you? Uh, it's my first read. I, th- I feel that Jason would, would sing Like a Version by Madonna, but I'm not really feeling no, singing. Uh, we'll get you singing by the end of this issue somewhere. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah. I just didn't want to sing Like a Version. It just felt <laughs> creepy. That's all. <laughs> well, you may feel like a pervert, like a Spider-Man. Uh, he feels like that anyway. So Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Creep. Uh, well, with that, why don't we go Aww. into the highs and lows? And Delvin, let's. What's your highs and lows on this? So, the last few issues they've been written by uh, and edited by good old Win, and you know I, I have expressed uh, my displeasure at having your editor and your writer be the same person because you you get high off your own supply. <laughs> and and that that kind of is the theme still, you know, for uh, these issues or this issue. Uh, Spidey got ambushed by an old woman. That is impossible, <laughs> ridiculously impossible. But the good part of it, because so I'm not gonna just bag on Lynn entire my entire review. It was a good. It it definitely showed you know Pete's multitude of problems, and that's. That's all. That's been a forever Spidey staple. Like he wanted to get some sleep, but he couldn't. He was worried that his landlady, you know, might pick uh, put together that he's Peter Parker. You know, he wanted to drink some milk, but it was spoiled. You know, so he worked a lot of that in, and, and that was cool. Also cool was uh, the interlude that only took one page between um, Mary Jane and Pete. You know, it was cool that Mary Jane helped them uh, put together a bow tie, uh, which I don't know how to do either. And they talked about the relationship. They just, you know, very quickly went in and out on that. And that was cool. That It was good that they got right into action with Mirage. Seriously, Mirage, absolutely, like, nothing special. Like, dude just like, oh, hey, I'm going to be a wedding crasher and beat up people and steal their money. Like, really? That's it? Yeah. What the? No cool motive? No motive? Oh, I'll, all right. Yeah. Well, let's do You know what? Hey. He is what he is, and he got they got got in and out. Mary Jane was not helpful to Pete at all <laughs> by asking out loud where Peter was when Spider-Man came. I thought that was hilarious. It was like because you know we find out much later that Mary Jane always knew that Pete was Spidey, and like so for her to just hey like there's Spider-Man, but where's Peter? I see everyone else, but I don't. <laughs> I don't see Peter, but I see a, a, a person approximately Peter's height <laughs> in a Spider-Man costume. Like you, you're not helping out your man there, Mary Jane. Um, she's probably still I, I thought it was, a grudge from the uh, you know a couple issues before where he blew her off. Maybe like like you know I wanted at least eight minutes of Lovins, and you only gave me three minutes of Lovins, and that's well, not, she kind, and, she, and she kind of voices that too. Yes, you did. She did, like, because she said something about, like, not wanting to be, but she's not usually that clingy, but, you know, let's see, almost done here. Uh, it was smart of Spidey to disarm the bad guys before fighting. I thought that was a very uh, um, sensible tactic. 
But then Lin goes back to doing that thing where he kind of forgets Spidey's powers again. And he tried to cover it by saying, my Spidey sense can't tell real from illusion. What? Yes, he can. What? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's no. This is this is why you need a freaking editor. And and then at the end, Spidey's solution <laughs> to beating Mirage was to send this huge freaking glass chandelier are hurtling at him at, at rapid speed. Like wow, Spidey is a is a. I was laughing at is a ninety eight percent murder solution. <laughs> yeah. It's like oh. Yeah, he, he's got on armor, so that's why he's alive. Like, <laughs> nope, pretty sure he'd be yeah. dead, dude. <laughs> you you are wanted for attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> like that that was that wasn't his his most clever uh solution. <laughs> uh but the reveal at the end about Doc Ock, I'm like, Oh, yeah. oh, Doc Ock, cool. So that that totally uh, that made that me smile, pain. even though the rest of the issue was kinda eh. But the reveal alone that made me payoff. happy. I, I think that was a good payoff. I do too. Anything else? No, man. I'm good for Let's now. Let's go to Glenn. Highs, lows. I agree. I think the writing was kind of pedestrian, honestly. It didn't really keep me uh, engaged at all. Uh, I agree that someone that's a writer should not also not be their editor. Uh, you need somebody else to take a look at it and proof your work. I, I would say a, a, a negative also is that uh, I learned that J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson, that's the editor of a newspaper, lives in a Manhattan penthouse. Wow. Uh, obviously, that's a negative because of where the newspaper world is nowadays. It's barely even functioning. So it's sad. It's sad for people that uh, used to do that kind of work, that they mm. can't have Manhattan <laughs> I uh, penthouses yeah. now. Yeah, uh, I agree. The The character was very kind of boring, uh, this Mirage. You know, I, I again, I know Spider-Man from the movies, unfortunately, uh, especially how crappy a lot of them have been. Uh, but, you know, Peter's supposed to be kind of a, a super genius. And that's how he figures it out to drop a chandelier on him. I don't know. It just for for the debut of a character, it seemed very boring uh, and very pedantic. You know, it's <laughs> oh, I'm going to rob a, a bunch of weddings. OK, but yeah. then they start, but then they start talking about how. He created Mirage is saying he created this costume just to defeat Spider-Man. Did he know? Like, is he trying to bait Spider-Man out no. at, at a wedding? Like, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. Because then because before when Spider-Man shows up, he's like, Spider-Man, you're not going to come and rob this and, you know, take me from my. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. Why are you trying to build it to, you know, beat Spider-Man if you think he's going to rob you? <laughs> I, yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. And, and the fact that I, I thought it was very lazy that. Mirage kind of or the in text they explained how his costume was supposed to work but when you look at the costume in the in the in the cell you're like uh, that makes no sense like they're not showing anything visually even though this is a visual f- form of media and it's all words and and it just didn't really it just seemed lazy to me I don't know quick insert there was no pope in the pool <laughs> <laughs> okay go, I, go I was ahead. thinking the same thing that one waiting like what yeah just I wasn't sure if I use that right. I'm I'm never really sure how to use it. <laughs> yeah, but but I, I agree with you totally, Glenn, because like but Lin Wing, he does that a lot. It's like rather than let any of the action explain itself, he just throws out a ton of exposition to try and cover for I don't know. I, I don't wanna I, I'm not I don't wanna bag on him and say just lack of writing skills, but Lack it kind of, of is writing skills. Yeah, it, yeah. it really does. That's how I took it as well. It is he doesn't really know how to 
expand on the idea that he's trying to get across on paper. And, and you know, and that's something that I always deal with when I'm writing reviews or whatever. But it does seem lazy. A lot of it seemed lazy. I mean, there's this big fight in it, which is, is pretty well done, although it's it's kind of difficult to surmise that this mirage is actually kind of projecting a, an image of himself that's, you know, kind of like Loki. I don't know. It just... I was reading this and I, I actually kept stopping and watching TV. I didn't really I wasn't engaged. I, I, I wasn't compelled to keep reading it. Anything else? Eh, I think All that's right. about it. Well, let's go to Jared. I did not read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's back again. Yes. Yes. I thought I was going to get away from that. Uh, Pat, do you have it? Do you have I the do. comic in front of you on the very first splash page where he's swinging uh-huh. in there? Who do they have? And the, there's like a credits box. Who do they have as Mark is the caterer as Mark Whitman? I was waiting, debating whether I should have put right. that name in or not. Ah, oh, now I feel better. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> we are complete. <laughs> We're done. Uh, highs and lows. Actually, I have quite a few highs for this one. Uh, I think Ross Andrews' art was really good. I'll second that. Yeah, uh, he's a master of the craft, and he continues to prove that. Uh, even given, I don't know if he designed the Mirage costume. And by the way, I figured out in my head, I'm getting him confused with Mirror Master oh, okay. from sure. Flash. That's where I'm confusing them. But anyways, uh, artistically speaking, I really like, as far as content goes, content page six is, it shows like, um, Jameson getting ready for the wedding. And then it like does a quick panel of each key player getting ready for the wedding. And I thought that was a neat storytelling way to kind of show you who all the key players are, who are who's going to this this wedding, who the who the friends of of Betty and Ned are in their lives. I just thought from an sort of artistic and storytelling um, point of view, That's that was nice really good. Panel. Yeah, yeah, a nice little nine panel grid that really gives you the flavor uh, of what's happening. Uh, again, much like we've talked about pretty much since the Lynn Ween stuff took over, I'm most interested in what's going on with the mysterious person who was revealed to be Doctor Octopus. But I like that we didn't reveal everything. We still don't know who or what is haunting him yeah. or stalking him. Like what what that's well, now all we about. know. Oh, and sorry it was kind to interrupt, but now we know how he tripped that other person in the issue. Yeah, yeah, I was, okay. that's what I was about to say. Like going back, to going back to when he robbed um, President Trump <laughs> in the because <laughs> that dude totally looked like him. We all kind of thought it was like a telekinesis uh-huh. thing, but yep. now now we know how it was done, and I thought that was pretty clever. So. Points go to that mystery storyline and then to the lows. Yeah, uh, Mirage, not compelling. It was fun for a fight scene, I guess. Totally agree with uh, Delvin that uh, it was like attempted murder to, st- to stop. Like, I'm going to drop this thing that could obviously kill anyone. Hopefully his armor will <laughs> save like, him. That was pretty- How many people are in that lobby? Crush- <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, he just he went from... Okay, I think I figured out Mirage's secret. Um, screw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get ready to bleep Pat. But it was like, with great power comes <laughs> you, Mirage. <laughs> I'm gonna swing from the It almost feels like the. I mean, the writing is so like lazy in terms of the fact that his spider sense is only used. When it's convenient. Yeah. Yes. This, has been, a, this yeah. has been an issue since we've actually started this digital run. I don't remember who was writing before Lynn, but remember we had that problem with the Jackal mm-hmm. as well. It was like, well, because the Jackal's secret identity is a friend of mine, it doesn't set off my spider sense. No. No. Even if it's a friend of yours who's swinging a baseball bat yeah, at your you, head. There's got to be some bubble where you're like, this, you know, there's something harm coming at me. I mean, his sense, spider sense did go off 
when the lady attached attacked him with the broom, which was pretty funny. But yeah, overall, uh, I don't want to take up much more time. We've said a lot. Those are my highs and lows. Highs, good storytelling, good art. It's good storytelling in terms of that sort of mystery they've laid with Dr. Octopus. Good art, good nine panel grid, clever use of, of art. Downside, yeah, Mirage, forgettable. Yeah. Hey, I, I just noticed something. I, I happen to have it at page one of the comic. And the top of it says, Stan Lee presents a minor milestone in the ever-exciting life Spider-Man. of the Amazing Spider-Man. Even yeah, Stan I Lee saw that was too. excited about it. <laughs> and they're talking about the wedding. And I'm like, well, it, I think it's because of the wedding. It's like, oh, it's been long overdue. And, well, just where we picked up, I guess maybe it has been. But it didn't seem like that for me. But what, my, my, my point there was just a minor milestone. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, like. Like, yeah. Ned Leeds and Betty Brand are getting married, y'all. <laughs> All right. Huzzah. Yeah. Yeah, hooray. The only one yeah. that seems the only Just one as a that side note, I was kind of a... sad is Jay Jonah. I'm like, well, well, that's kind of Jay Jonah. Yeah. Got yeah. some real emotion out of Jay Jonah. Just as a peek behind the curtain, I've always kind of been a Betty guy. You know, there's a lot of MJ versus Gwen, and I've I've always been fond of Betty. Just saying. Yeah, I'm an MJ. Delvin. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be Team MJ. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Trust me. But I just, I've always had a fondness for Betty. I thought she was a cool character. From what I've learned from the movies, they're all professional victims. That's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> they're just always in trouble all the time. You know, I guess from the movies, I, I think Betty's the one that works in the office, right? There was like Elizabeth yes. Banks or Piper or no, uh, um, it was Elizabeth Banks. It was, uh, shoot, I can't think of her name. Just say a name. We'll believe you. I uh, I can see her in my mind, but I just can't think of her. Name. I can see the actress too. I know who you're talking about, but yeah. yeah, yeah, she works in the office. Yeah, she was always a little, she was always a little bit older than Pete. She was the older woman. I though. think that's kind of what turned me on about her. You know? Giggity. Yeah, when 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 you're like a high school or just out of high school, and there's a lady in her late twenties who likes you. I mean, that's a uh, it's exciting times. Cougar. I'm getting a little worked up here. Is this where I say something about my <laughs> sister? Or whoa, whoa! Hey, leave, my, leave my sisters out. Everybody, of this. everybody take a time out. <laughs> Pat has not even revealed the sister to me and Delvin. So, what the hell's going on here? You, you, yeah, I, I, I can see why though. You oh, know? Yeah, I, like, I can see why. It's cautious. It's cautious, and that's good. Well, that and the company, yeah. like we're we're, we're we're pretty much some rascals. Yeah. So rascals don't get to nope. meet sisters. That's right. That's a good like title to an album, like Death Probe's next album. Rascals don't get the <laughs> sisters. <laughs> Death Probe. All right. Anything else, Jared? Uh, Doctor Octopus has got fantastic metal arms, but can't scrape together a belt. I'm not sure what that's all about. No, I got nothing. I, I took way more time than I wanted to. You, I want to know what oh, you I, think. Thank you for asking. Let me. I'm just gonna. I agree with a lot of what everybody said. The story wise, yeah. Didn't really grab me. I was more excited about the two pages of the mystery guy and then finding it out at the end. That yeah. was really exciting. The fight scenes was yeah, was pretty good. I liked the, how Spider-Man, you know, disarmed everybody and, and fought these goons. And, you know, it's like, hey, let me get some of my friends that dress up like me but not really have the, the side things on my ears like me. I didn't really understand. <laughs> that was probably actually a selling point yeah. when he was recruiting them. You guys will be my henchmen. Do we have to wear the ear thing? Uh, no, just wear no, the suit. No, just wear the silly suit. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Only I get the handles. Wah! Oh, so I'm like, ah, all right. You know, where do you? I guess you find people to do it. There's people you can find to help you out on things like that. Well, I, I think we're overlooking the fact that the Mirage is just a huge fan of the Cybermen. <laughs> I don't, don't get it. 
It's oh. Doctor Who. Ah, oh, well, that's. Oh, that I've only. I've started. Uh, I've started my Who run. I watched Rose. I'm working. Oh, you're yeah, working on the new, new Who. Yeah. I'm, I haven't oh, okay. gone to the old yet. I watched the events. So. It's it's Who. funny. I'm a, I've actually started watching the new ones as well. I because I never got into them. I always watched the old stuff. Yeah. Tom Baker and and so on and so on. So. But the Cybermen are in those. You should have uh, seen I just some of those. that first episode yet. So I haven't. I haven't gotten there yet. Ah, yes. Right. I'm getting there. Don't don't ruin okay. it for me. I, and I thought you were a nerd. Yeah, I don't have time so so much nerdness anymore. If I had time, I, I would do it all. But Dan only gets time to be a nerd on Wednesday between <laughs> six and eight. <laughs> this is Dad's nerd time, kids. Get out of here. <laughs> and then I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, and then you fall asleep because it's quiet. <laughs> uh. Uh, but some of my other thoughts on here, I'll just kind of go off of my quick list here. Uh, I liked how uh, Mrs. Higgins gets Peter and he's she thinks he's a pervert and trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, man, Peter doesn't get a break here. Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man has a perv. Well, I suppose he can crawl around and look in windows as much as he wants. But if I had MJ, tell you where I'd be. <laughs> Uh, like, Go on. Uh, <laughs> at the coffee shop? or I'd be stuffing my dead body in a closet while I... <laughs> <laughs> that was my norm. Ah. We've got time to stash a body in a closet. And she'd be like, she, she'd be waiting on you and be like, I've got these hostess cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Where's it. Jason? Where's Jason? Sure, Peter. Anything to avoid reality. But at least this time, you left me with a really delicious snack. Devil's food cake. Chocolate King Creamy Filling. You you were on the right track though. <laughs> Chocolate feeling. Hey everybody. I've got these hostess cakes. Uh, 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 let's see. Uh the mystery man, now that we find out, I I was like when I got to that first page, I might notice like I really need to find out who this guy is. What's going on? And I'm glad we found out right at the end. And I was like, Oh yeah, wow. That really blew me away. Yeah. I was totally surprised. Yep. Uh let's see. Always uh, the little hot dogs were the last on the table, usually are, when Peter was hungry and he wanted to get something off the, the food, off the catering table. I like the little hot dogs. They're tasty. I think, I like see, that, little, that's where I call BS, too, because they're in New York mm-hmm. City, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, hot dogs are a staple in New York City. You would think that's the first thing yeah. that would go. Oh, Maybe they just don't like the little ones. They want to be, they like the big ones. I like the little wieners because they make me feel better about me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I brought it up so Jerry can make a comment. Um, now, here's the, here's the, well. No, I've got more things to say. Uh, <laughs> no, no, cut his mic, cut his mic. Does, uh, does anybody know who oh. Ruby Bananag, I don't know how do you say that name. Bagona is? Yeah, I saw that name and I didn't, didn't know, know who that What page? You know what page? Oh, I can't remember the page on that one. Yeah, I didn't know who that person was either. Ruby Bagona uh, is. Uh, we had a page and I could help, but it doesn't. Was she at the O'Hara wedding? The Jabbar wedding? That was a <laughs> reference that he yeah. made. Uh, I can't remember. Where oh. I should have wrote down the page. Sorry. I you suck. One I, job, Pat. One job. I know. Ah. Well, it's after the hot dog scene, so. Oh, right. Which made me feel better about myself. And it's like getting bold, too. It's like, oh, you should know that name. I'm like, I don't know who that, that guy is. Now you know how I feel about the entire <laughs> comic. It's oh, here it book. is. It's page, it's page 16 on the comic. He says, do the name Ruby Begonia oh, yeah. ring a familiar note there, and Chuckles? he says, Chuckles. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't, What's happening on that page? Because I'm using like the app, so they're not. Either 10 on maybe 10. <laughs> who knows? It's, uh, uh, it's where he, he turns off the lights. Turns off the lights using spider his uh, his his spider webs, uh, which would actually be protruding from under his sleeve. 
Well, you're lying. Uh, it's, it's, it's not, not very. It's not really realistic. Everyone would. Well, it, but they might have thought that they were Spider-Man. Cufflinks. Oh look, he's got Spider-Man cufflinks on. See, those are amazing. Quite super and spectacular. <laughs> I wish I got some Mac. I have them. I, I have some cheap ones myself that I use. <laughs> it makes them out of Pringles cans. <laughs> Well, I did a little Google work, and all I know is that she's okay. an actress. <laughs> mm. That's as far as my Google got. All right. Well, with that, we'll keep going on. Uh, and then I had some other – I wish Jason was here, so we do miss you, Jason. But I wish you were here to help me with some big words that came up. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, what does our Ar- Arcrosis pun mean? I don't know. Uh, what? Says an echo. I don't know. He says it. See, you should get yeah, page numbers so we can help you. It was you. a reference. Give us a reference. What's happening in the scene? Atrocious pun, he says. What is atrocious maybe, pun? Maybe, maybe what? Atro- what? Yeah, that's what it is. Atrocious pun. See? Yeah. Terrible right. pun. Now Fantastic. That, now see how I, I read things and I pronounce them wrong, so now I understand what that word means. Thank you. We still love <laughs> here's, Well, here's it. I know, I know what high school Pat went to, though, so this doesn't make <laughs> – this isn't surprising at all. Uh, another big words for Jason is modus operandi. Oh, M.O. That's uh, yeah, that's an old uh, police, like a police TV show thing. I think they used it in uh, Dick Tracy a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a like, way of doing things. Okay, they're they're standard operating procedure, basically. It's Latin. Okay. I, I was hoping for <laughs> more drawn out examples and explanation of the words, like Jason does for us. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just not the same without Jason. See, I think more extreme. There's a hole in my heart, <laughs> and it's only too bad. I got a Jason shape hole in my heart today. I think Jason would like. I think Jason would like that extreme. <laughs> uh, well, and just a, one other couple, just couple quick different things is um, Aunt May gets the flowers, and then we see what happens at the end. So I, I you know, in my mind, I kind of know something's going to happen between her and Doctor Ock. So, or has it already? Yeah, I, I, Delvin. Hot, steamy action. I was looking at Ruby G- okay. Begonia and couldn't find oh, anything. So, well, well, she was, a, she was an actress. Dr. Ock and Aunt May, when do they kind of get together? I, I don't remember when. So I, I guess it had to happen early on because there's no way that uh, Doc Ock would have just randomly come to Aunt May. Oh, okay. I know at one point, I know at one point he oh. manipulated the situation that they got engaged. That's what I remember yeah, I think that happened in the 80s. Yeah. 
But at this, like somehow they they somehow got linked together, like kind of early okay. on, but I can't remember how. And I wasn't sure too. I wasn't if like this was the beginning of it again, uh, or maybe must have been in the past. Makes more sense to be in the past, I guess. Good to know. Thank you. Um, and then just my other, who's Tony Orlando and Dawn? What? I got that. You do? How do you not know that? <laughs> yeah, that's a musical act. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, okay. Love will keep us together. I think that's a Tony Orlando. Really you I know what's even funnier? Yeah, that's Captain Neil. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. We almost had Tony, Tony Orlando on our podcast like oh, really? four years ago. Oh, it's, it's killing yeah. me, though, man. Give me a song. It's killing me. Uh, they were in the early 70s. They had like, uh, there was a, a, a variety show that they had. Like, I couldn't picture it in my mind when I was reading it. I'm like, well, when oh I didn't do the research. Three times oh, is that it? Oh, I know that song. That's why I saw the tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. On the old oak tree. Yeah. All right. I feel better now that I, I did a swing and a miss on the mixing them up. All right. Oh, well, good. Now I know. That's an easy mix up, though, because <laughs> they were both about the same uh, time frame. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm putting myself in timeout. I'm muting them. <laughs> so Ru- Ruby Begonia was, uh, she was on Amos and Andy. But she, she related. See, to- I saw that, but it said. It said that he, that she wasn't. I've seen things that said she wasn't. It was just a random name that was used. Yeah, I, I think I think Flip Wilson uh, later on also did a character, uh, an audio character with that name. Um, I am very confused about Ruby Bagosian. So, so Flip Wilson used to do a lot of variety shows. He was a black black comedian in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, and I think one of his characters was named Ruby Bagonia. Uh, I'm familiar with Flip Wilson. I know Abe Bagona. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's one of those references just yeah, lost to time. Like yeah. Those kind of references are always uh, <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. You look back and it's like something, you know, awful. Anyway. All right. Well, the only uh, the last thing on my notes is uh, then I write. I have like, what? When I saw Dr. Octopus and I was like, wow. What? Wait, how did you say it? All right, all right. <laughs> what would that sound like backwards? <laughs> Come on, Pat. Give it to me. What would it sound like backwards? Twat. You suck. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it backwards. And I'll do it again. No. No, that's cheating. That's cheating. You have to do it with your mouth. I'll do it. I'll post that. All right. Uh, to, uh, to go back to the Ruby Begonia thing, uh, I found this. Flip Wilson, in one of his comedy routines, would say, sounding like the kingfish from Amos and Andy, do the name Ruby Begonia strike a familiar note? Oh. Most people assume that it was used in Amos and Andy at some point, but that's just not the case. So he was just doing a, a voice from Amos and Andy. Uh, plus, since there was already a character named Ruby, it might have been a point of confusion. Oh. Yeah. I know I'm confused. Yeah. So it was a line that Flip Wilson would use, but he, he was doing it in a voice from Amos and Andy. Oh, and that's why he says that's why Peter Parker says do the name. He's yes. doing the voice uh, and everything. Okay, I yes. got it. And that makes sense because Flip Wilson was actually pretty big in the early seventies. So. There you go. It's yeah. all coming together. It's all coming together. History there, folks. Yes. And now you know. <laughs> the amazing knowledge. My Google powers are strong this <laughs> morning. Oh, you're, you're, that rivals the dark <laughs> web there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what with that? Why don't we get into silly spidey moments? So let's start with Jared. What's your silly spidey? For this issue, 
Um, I would say the most amused I was wasn't really anything that Spider-Man said, but when he was attacked as a sex <laughs> pervert by his his uh, his landlord or his landlady there with the broom. That is when I, I have a couple moments, but obviously I don't want to steal anyone else's. So that's the one I'm going to just be honest with you. I, I thought that was amusing. So attack as a sex pervert is my favorite moment. All right. Let's go to Delvin. It was definitely funny when uh, J- Jonah choked up at the end and <laughs> Said he should have given them a raise <laughs> when they asked for one. That's good. Uh, yeah, just just classic Jonah. Like, I mean, absolute curmudgeon. How long are they going to actually be away? They made it sound like, hey, we're seeing, you know, you want to find us? We'll be, yeah. We're moving to Hawaii. To Paris. I'm like, okay, are they not coming back? Or These are some, these are some yeah. rich reporters. They could they could afford this ball of place that's like you know a freaking palace. And they can go to Paris for a, a honeymoon. Man, how much did they, they make? They probably sure. bought that Chandler special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might have to write that one off. And they have many hot Whoa. dogs. Whoa! Oh, it's not like Ned Leeds would ever be like any kind of criminal stealing <laughs> money or anything. What are you saying? What are you saying? I don't know who that is. Actually, he wasn't. He was framed. He was set up. Ooh. He was framed, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, framed. See, that? that's... Oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll go into, you know, the a, a little bit of Spidey knowledge, I guess. Net Leeds, years later, was revealed to be the Hobgoblin. That's what uh, I was thinking. Okay. Ah, okay. However... Here we go. Years <laughs> later after that, like, the original writer of that whole story arc, uh, who was Roger Stern... Roger Stern was like, yeah, we had to make some changes. I never wanted Ned Leeds to be Hobgoblin. And so they let him rewrite the story. Um, not the actual story, but later write it in in Spidey continuity that Hobgoblin was this guy named Roderick King- Kingsley. Kingsley, like, yeah, yeah. Who's some sort of like fashion mogul or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, Ned Leeds was never uh, the guy. Uh Kingsley just framed them into letting everyone believe that he was. Interesting. Damn that Kingsley. Kingsley! I'm, I'm looking forward to that now. I'm mixing up my captains and my tenniels. I'm mixing up my hobgoblins. Not my show today. You're just not on it, Jared. You're just not on it. Uh, just not on today. Well. I'm not, I'm, I just, I'd be yeah. Jason here. Let's, uh, Glenn, what's your silly Spidey moment? Well, I mean, that 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 whole... Like I said, Jameson being in a like living in a penthouse and everything like, how can you even afford that? But we've already kind of covered the fact that all these newspaper people seem to all be billionaires. (laughs) (laughs) Except except for Peter, of course. Yes. Who lives in a hovel. Uh, It was that. But also just the whole silly fact that these, you know, the, the, the debut of this master villain, they show up at a place to rob weddings like we kind of start somewhere. So. Yeah. I guess, but they already have the costumes yeah. made up, and I mean, they're not going to make enough money to, to to even recoup their losses on all these new costumes they had to make. So I, I I just thought the whole premise was a little silly, honestly. Fair enough, fair enough. It's one of those comedy bears thing. Oh, I'm at a wedding. What am I going to do? I got to disappear and put the suit on. <laughs> I'm lucky I wore the suit. It was just a lot of coincidences. That's yeah. Spider-Man for you. I wouldn't know. I <laughs> at least he didn't go go all emo and. Uh, Start jazz dancing and stuff. <laughs> uh, I like that part. Oh my god, that was yeah. No, god. I liked it. Awful. You did? You actually like that part? Yeah, I, I did. did not like. I did. There's one other nerd. I like all things that people hate. There's one other nerd friend of mine that loved 
that whole section where he goes emo and everything because Venom infects him or whatever. But uh, and he defended himself to the end of the earth about how he loved it because he's such a big Spidey fan and everybody else is like, this is awful. <laughs> I need to hang out with this guy. Yeah. Well, he's in Minneapolis, so. There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll get to mine real quick here. Uh, a couple areas that I found funny were uh, every – he said it like three times chuckles. Like when he – Yeah. Yeah, I know. He, he did, I think he busted a sweet of that. He did. He did. He I stole excited. my thunder. Damn you, Jared. <laughs> oh, I thought – I thought we yeah. only got one, and you, you're trying well, to. Well, I'm, I'm leading up to him saying, <laughs> "Oh, it's yeah. his podcast." I'm sorry, I'm off today. We've all, I'm off. I'm off. All right, go I do on. that to the people. Best. I do that. Go on, do, but still do the Sweetums thing, and we'll all react like it's new. Go ahead. He also tells somebody their name is Twinkles. That was a good one. <laughs> um, and then uh, Bozo comes out as well. But the moment that I thought was funny. And he brings back his shame on you, Sweetums. Oh, he! Oh, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Oh, that's so <laughs> great. That. But there's no Chubbins. But I really, I was hoping Chubbins and Sweetum would show up. <laughs> well, maybe if like one of uh, Mirage's goons was like uh, overweight. Yeah. This writer you know, is awful. But then I'm th- sorry, but this writer is terrible. No, <laughs> that's dangerous ground, man. You're talking about the guy who invented Wolverine. I know, but seriously, this is the guy that invented Wolverine. Yes, yeah, oh, and he's the whole bug thing. So that that kind of makes sense. But at at the same time, though, dear, like you know, there's a line to toe, right? You know, there's you get like a great creator, like and like you because know, we always brag on John Byrne, who we can't deny his X Men stuff was legendary, but Spider Man Chapter One was a poop <laughs> salad, right? And or like say Frank Miller. Who, you know, the Dark Knight was great, but then like that all star Batman and Robin was a joke. <laughs> yeah. That was uh that was poop salad with extra tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I, like tomatoes. I eat rats. What? <laughs> what? Oh. Bruce, did did you did Glenn, did you read the All Star Batman and Robin? I'm sure I did, but At, I've honestly I haven't read comics in years, except okay, for well, I'm working on one right now. Yeah, this was a while back and they like they revamped, they did this like all star, and it was in response to Marvel's uh, Ultimate line, which was super popular. Uh-huh. And DC did this um, all star Batman. They did an all star Superman. All star Batman was written by Frank Miller. It was drawn by Jim Lee. So there's a lot of fanfare Jeez. behind it. And then like Frank Miller comes out with this storyline where Batman was like basically like a complete jackass, and for some reason he eats rats. It, and he, like he, and he stays in, living in the cave eating. Yeah, rats. he stays in the cave all the time. He treats um, uh, Alfred like crap, and it's like what? So he's kind of like the Batman from the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> except Lego Batman was entertaining. That's true. It was. And on yeah. one hand, Ultimate Spider-Man's gone like two hundred issues, and All Star Batman and Robin went like. Five, yeah, uh, didn't it take a long time? To it, I mean, it, you you see that for you, you see that from Frank Miller all the time, though. I mean, he wrote and directed the movie The Spirit, and it's god awful. I mean, it's Terrible. Just, there's nothing redeeming about it at all. Not the first Sin City movie was amazing. The second one, eh? He he he's just up and down all the time. And yeah. you know, Dark Knight is one of the most amazing stories ever. And unfortunately, they tried to use that as a basis for Batman versus Superman, but. <sighs> Don't get me started on all that, but yeah, let, let, um, I like stop. that movie. <laughs> oh god, let's, let's, oh, god. save it for right. another podcast. Save it for another <laughs> podcast. Well, but I'm not going to be on another one, right? So I, I just want to say this one thing about it, since I'm I'm with comic book nerds. How do you start a franchise like DC's trying to start 
with, you know, Superman versus Batman and Man of Steel, which I actually really like Man of Steel. But you're starting up with a Batman who is your wheelhouse. That is your core. Bigger than Superman is Batman with a Batman and based on a story where Batman is basically has disappeared for 10 years and he's old. He's in his 40s and 50s or whatever. That's how you're going to start your franchise, DC. That's how you're going to do it. Your most famous character, you're going to have him retired and ready to quit. That's how you're going to do it. Even though Justice League was actually pretty decent. I I actually like Justice League. I didn't think it was the greatest thing in the world, but I I think they they finally pulled it together enough. But BVS, that movie had four endings. It it just went way too long. It was too much destruction porn from Zack Snyder. Green Bay, uh, Green Bay native Zack Snyder. But uh, God, it's just. I, I'm so mad at DC because they're killing it on TV and their movies overall are kind of trash, except for Wonder Woman. And I think Justice League did some stuff right. Um, they did, and they did Man of some Steel. stuff right. I really like Man of Steel. Though. I, I thought it was re- – and I don't like Superman at all. I, I, I've i never liked the character. I think he's too much of a Boy Scout. Uh, I actually like what Frank Miller did with him in, in Dark Knight uh, where he was kind of Ronald Reagan's tool at that time and everything. But yeah. And my – we, we got off track. Yeah, Clearly. Frank Miller does that. But my, my whole point there was like, you, you, I, I while I'm hesitant to kind of, you know, trash any big name because I'm definitely wouldn't be doing it just to just to do it or just to be cool or kitsch or whatever. This isn't Lynn Wayne's finest work. Is a very valid point. Like maybe they thought it would be saving money. Maybe like Marvel went J. Jonah Jameson and say, Hey, we could just have the writer be the editor too. And it's just, it's simply not a good idea because it kind of creates stories like this. Like you, you look at like Spider-Man. Now I still collect amazing Spider-Man to this day. And I've collected amazing Spider-Man since ooh, <laughs> 28 years now. Holy wow. crap. Holy crap. Oh, God. I just, <laughs> ooh. I've, I've collected Amazing Spider-Man for a long time, and I never remember seeing Mirage, ever. I think there's a reason for that, because yeah, it was there, stupid. There, there's a reason. And then, um, like, there was a couple of episodes ago where, or issues ago, where um, Lynn Wein introduced another dude. Oh, the, that you know, it was that computer. Oh. Never saw the computer again, either. And, oh. and they're just... I don't, I don't know. This isn't his finest work. Go ahead, well, Matt. On that note, then why don't we just get to the rating, sir, part of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went from silly to low. So let's go and get into the rating system. Uh, re- reminder, it's a one through five scale. I'm not going to redo the stuff. So well, let's go ahead and start off with Jared. Oh, What's Jason all right, this is for Jason's sake again. Jason, if you're listening, <laughs> just a reminder of the rating system. It's a one through five. One is I hated it. Two, I l- didn't like it. Three, I liked it. Four, really liked it. And a five, loved it. Now, let's get Jared's rating. Oh, buddy. A hush falls over the room. I would ah. give this book a three. Give it a I'd three. give it a three. I, yep, middle of the road, Spidey book. I am torn between a two and a three, just because a three, I would, because of the Dr. Octopus reveal. Uh, you've been, um, you know, you grew out that goatee and you've been dark, dark I'm giving Pat, it a two. So. You know what? I'm giving it a two. <laughs> Evil Pat says, yep. Evil Tap. Tap, tap. Samson. Tap, tap Samson. Samson. Grew out the goatees, had that well, since high school. I had school. a beard just before, <laughs> and so I then I shaved, shaved uh, the goatee okay. back, so my my evil nemesis is back, my evil twin. Tap Samson <laughs> gives it a two. Yep. Evil Spock. Tap gives it a two. Glenn. <laughs> uh, uh, solid two. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a good salad. That makes a good salad. He's, 
We are men in our forties. Moving on, Delvin. I'm I'm thinking of the spinal tap thing and sandwich comes to mind. (laughs) The reveal alone bumped it up to a three because I I did exactly what you did, Pat slash tap. I like saw the end. I'm like, what? Oh, we know who it is now. Finally, cool. So like, since it did that, it bumped it up uh, to a three for me. I, I have one comment to make about this from an artistic comic making okay. point of view. Since I have, you know, I've made a comic. Yeah. <laughs> I published exactly one comic book. So I'm obviously an extra. You sure are. But if I, obviously. If I had done this, um, just from a layout point of view, the one thing that kind of bugged me is they should have done the buildup of her, of Aunt May going into the house on um, found a way to sort of rearrange things to put on the previous page, and you oh, should turn the yeah. page for the reveal, because like I, I slid over to that last page, and the thing that jumps right out at you is, is it's Dr. Yeah. Octopus. Damn yeah. right. So, you just nailed it, dude. So nailed those it. four panels, you're like, uh, okay. That's it's a good point. It's it's That should have been a back page as a full so panel. Just, yeah, just from a comic making point of view, that should have been a page turn reveal. Agreed. But whatever, art's still great. I, I Ross Andrews on point here. So, and don't get me wrong, I'm loving this series, enjoying it. It's it's fun. I enjoy doing these. So I'm I'm learning a lot. Uh, having you know Delvin, uh, who obviously has a lot of Spider Man knowledge and reading history, to bring that information here with us. So definitely enjoying the series. I just made myself kind of dip. I made myself kind of dizzy there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I've been collecting Spidey since. <laughs> oh my god. I'm- <laughs> Dang, that is crazy. I Wow. I, I remember I was bringing Spider-Man comics to freaking school when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I have thrown myself for a loop dude. today, gents. I really have. I couldn't do that in seventh grade. I went to Catholic school, so that, that would have been the devil walking <laughs> in the room. Oh, dang. <laughs> devil, devil. Yeah, like I, I started collecting Spider-Man uh, during an art. It was about like, oof, like early 340s. And there's this art where Spider-Man lost his powers. And, of course, him being a complete addict, he had to complete, you know, he felt like he had to try and save people. So he was completely normal Peter Parker, you know, trying to fight supervillains and stuff. And, of course, it was disastrous. But, yeah, I and it was uh, and at the time, let's see, the writer was David uh, Michelini, Michelini, yeah. And the uh, uh, artist was Eric oh, Larson. Right. Cool. Oh, yeah. okay. I actually started reading Spidey uh, actually before Delvin, which is weird. But Delvin has retained it better. I He stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> I, I guess I did sort of fade in and out. And Delvin really, really, that's his wheelhouse. He's a Spider-Man guy. Did anybody have anything else for this issue? Otherwise, we'll go ahead and call it this one done. All right. I think we're good. Well, with that. We'll take a quick podcast promo break, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Batman. Whenever I lose my memory, I head over to the BatmanUniverse.net and check out the podcast, Bat Books for Beginners. The Bat Books for Beginners podcast breaks down and analyzes all of my adventures so I can remember how to get to the Batcave, which Robin I'm working with, and where I parked the Batmobile. Chris and Jerry, the hosts of Bat Books for Beginners, are honest about how well I'm serving the citizens of Gotham. Sometimes too honest, I'll have to talk to them about that. If you wake up one morning and think you might be Batman and have just lost your memories, 
go over to thebatmanuniverse.net or iTunes and check out Bat Books for Beginners. Now, if I could just figure out who this old man cleaning the Batcave is, that would be great. I asked my friend Scott Snyder and he didn't know. Don't be a supervillain. Visit thebatmanuniverse.net and listen to Bat Books for Beginners, also on iTunes. You'll be glad you did. Bat Books for Beginners is part of the batmanuniverse.net Bat Family of Podcasts. Don't listen to Bat Books for Beginners when operating heavy machinery or juggling. If you listen to Bat Books for Beginners for more than four hours, call your doctor. Bat Books for Beginners is part of a balanced diet. Welcome back from the break. Now, let's get to the feedback part of the show, where we share your comments, emails, questions, likes, and shares in a segment called Crusader Comments. Please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. Even if you want it to just keep it short with just star ratings, it helps raise the profile of the show, and we will share your review on the next show. Speaking of iTunes reviews, we have a few. A few. Not just, mm. not just one or two, but a few. Yeah. Would you say we have a variable plethora of <laughs> iTunes reviews? Yes. <laughs> I would say that. See, si, El Guapo. See. Si. Should we start with the first one, Jim? Many plethora. Uh, so the first iTunes review here was by our good friends Ruth and Darren. Pat, you want to give us a go with me? Sure. Let's, let's go awesome. ahead. This is a five-star rating from Ruth and Darren. And uh, with the uh, caption of A Worthy Crusade, and we will have Pat playing the role of Darren, and I will be playing the role of Ruth. You can start, Pat. Hi, I'm Darren. And I'm Ruth. The Longbox Crusade is a nostalgic field to podcast as Pat goes on a crusade to read every comic in his Longbox collection. Pat is frequently joined by co-host Jared as the two discuss any genre topic, including movies, games, and TV, before turning their attention to a specific comic for an in-depth review and discussion. The show is always fun, and it's great hearing the two reminisce about all things geek. Give it a try. You will enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ruth and Darren, for that. Thank you. Jason, you there? You got you got any comments on, on, on our, our, our great impression there? No, it was great. It was great. I, I don't really have anything to say. Apparently, you and I aren't part of this show, so I'll, <laughs> I'll just go back to muting. Shut up! Okay. I think he oh. probably wrote that a long time ago. <laughs> probably. Yeah, but, was, but, yeah. but you know what? We, we were just catching up to it. You know, we're new to this technology thing. Yeah. Our next review comes from uh, a guy, Delvin Ray. Oh, that's me. That's me. That, that's no. With, with with the title of admittedly biased, but, you know, since I can't get enough of, of my Ruth imp- impression, I will do one sentence in, in my voice and one sentence in Ruth's voice. <laughs> I'm Delphine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my yeah, I'll do that, too. Hold on. Hold on. I'm Delvin and I'm Ruth. <laughs> Keep it together. But I, I enjoy how down to earth everyone sounds. It's clear they're very comfortable talking with each other, and they make reading older comic books fun. Also, the Delvin guy sounds super smart. I like him. The Jarrett guy seems suspect. They should lose him and just focus on Delvin more. <laughs> now I don't know if I should be angry at Delvin or Ruth. I'm so confused. Mad yeah. at the world. Uh, oh, man. Whew. Okay, the next review was uh, five stars, and it's like hey, hanging out with friends. And this is a buddy of mine. Uh, his name okay. is Jerry Beaver, and that is reflected in his uh, handle of 1-3 and E-A-V-E-R. Who wants to take that one? Mm, is that a Connery or is that a walking? 
Hmm. Or maybe maybe it's a hostess. It could be an MJ. MJ hostess. I think I think I think Jerry would appreciate a Connery. Jason, shut up. Listening to this podcast is like hanging out. The back and forth is great. Sometimes it feels like Mystery Science Theater 3K, which was hilarious. They share their opinions, but back it up with supporting examples. Also, they aren't afraid to like something rather than share only the negative. I've always trusted Delvin's opinions when it comes to comics. Looking forward to commuting with these guys. It's the Chicago way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you very much, Beaver and Jason and... Sean Connor. I am I'm so greatly amused by that. And we have one more. Uh five stars great show by Jay Worthy 24. Jared, surprise us. Take it away. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. All right. I just found this podcast. It's funny and entertaining ride through their quest to read them all. Check it. You will not be disappointed. That was a chimney sweep, y'all. That was a chimney sweep. <laughs> oh, boy. That was good. That was good. That was legit. Mary Poppins, Mary y'all. Poppins, y'all. y'all. Mary Poppins, y'all. Uh, and for now, uh, that is all the iTunes reviews we have. And we really appreciate everybody uh, just taking a little bit of time and giving us some comments. They really mean a lot to all of us. We will move on to social media, likes, shares, and retweets. Uh, first is Al Sedano. Blast it or stash it. Thank you. Our old friend Chris at PTO and Bat Books. Let it go. Let it go. Ah, never gets old. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> oh, is it me already? Shut up. <laughs> it is. I thought this was the third one. I'm, you okay, got, yeah, you we got Samson. Work. Dave Maynard. Thanks, Dave. And I get myself here. Uh, De- Delvin. I'm, I'm, I almost misspelled my name that, or mispronounced my name. That's awesome. You've only been saying it for how many? Almost 41 dang years. Delvin. Dark Web. Felix Leiter. Silver hand. <laughs> That's a little teaser for an upcoming Yeah. Am I rookie yeah. agent? Make sure you listen yeah. to that. It should be what We're six go months in- down the road from now or something. <laughs> We're gonna go into the next one is Donna Harris. Diamond two six two two. Diamonds are Thanks. forever. Wrong podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Diamond Donna Paris. And also thank you to Douglas at Pizza Spirit. We got spirit. spirit. Yes, we do. And I drew Drew Hild. Thanks, Drew. And coming up next, Huey C. Omics. Thanks, Huey. Man, I got to do this one. It pains me to say this name, (laughs) but I have to say it. My good friend, Jarrett, the yard sale artist, Albrick. You're too good to me, Pat. And speaking of people who are too good to me, shout out to my brother Jason. Pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. What? Albrecht. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, downtown Jeffrey Brown at something. SU Jigo. Jigo. Thanks, Jeffrey. And next we have Joe Crawford at Iowa's Joe. Is he an Iowa Hawkeyes fan? Does anyone know? No, no, Joe, if you're out there, let there's only, know. yeah, there's them in Iowa State. The Cyclones? Cyclones. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, man. 
Then we got Ken Barr Jr. Thanks, Ken. Oh, I'm very uh, happy once again to get Ken Solo. Ken Solo's a good dude. He's very good at digital uh, color work. So if you happen to be listening and you're an artist like myself and you're like, I wish I had a good digital colorist, check out Ken Solo at Ken underscore O-L-O-S. And then, of course, we love him and we love to make fun of him, but he's the best uh, podcaster on the planet, DJ Cristados. <laughs> DJ Cristados. In the house. Next up, we have Martin Gray. Is he English? That sounds like a very British name. Yeah. Sir, yes, he is yes. Sir Martin Gray. Yes. Nice. Thanks, Martin. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and, and I, I really appreciate you don't see things in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who found Jason, that amusing. Jason's been away for a while. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Uh, with that, we're going to say thank you to Michael Allen Carlisle. Yes. Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Yeah, Mac. Oh. Once again. One more time. <laughs> and thank you for listening, Mr. Michael Lane. Thank you, Michael. And uh, we have another Mike here, Mike Peacock. Thank you. Come on. I mean, I was a, you know, proud listener or something. <laughs> Keep going. I thought about it, but I really uh, jumped the shark with Martin Gray. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's pacing himself. I'm pacing myself. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. It's like T-ball. You get unlimited swings. All um, right. Good, good. Coming up next, we have Nick Wetmore. Thanks, Nick. Then we have our favorite podcast out there besides this one is on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. We're a part of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I get the distinct pleasure of saying thank you to Mr. Pat Sampson. Well, thank you. And I don't know if I'm saying this last name right, but this is the way I've always said it. And that's the way I'm going to continue to say it till he stops me, Mr. Ross Michaud. No, he verified that. He verified that. That's correct. Oh, he did. Okay, good, yeah. good. All right. So thanks, Ross. Old school Ross. Yeah, Ross. he was He was very proud that I, I, that I pr- pronounced it correctly because he says that many people mangle it. Nice. And, I'm like, okay. and he's, yeah. a, he's an Air Force vet. He was in like security forces, I do believe. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Thank you for your service, Ross. And next up, we have Ruth Sutherland. (laughs) How appropriate. (laughs) And I'm Darren. (laughs) And we have the next up, the always up after midnight, Ryan Daly, due to his new child. Ooh, congrats. After Ryan, we've got Slang Word Resists. You stay strong out there, Slang Word. That's right. And then it is useless <laughs> to resist us. <laughs> we were, we're going to assimilate you. <laughs> you can resist us all you want, slang word, but you're going to be part of the dang crusade. <laughs> That's right. We'll make you use normal words. <laughs> right. Big words by Jason. All right. All right. Next one I, that we have is Superhero Network at Superheroes Art. Thanks, Superhero Network. Next, we have uh, Tim Price. At Tim Price 17. Thanks, Tim. And we want to give another thing. Uh, thanks to Troy the Outlaw Howie. How? How? I don't How? know. <laughs> How do you say it? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Thank you, Troy. Thanks, Troy. And we're going to give a shout out to Vinyl Rob. Vinyl Rob, he's probably uh, he's on the ones and twos. DJ Scratchatorius. We appreciate you, Vinyl Rob. I'm going to get a little self-love here. <laughs> Weasel Skull. <laughs> Pop goes the weasel and the weasel goes pop. And next we have Zach Sally. Thanks, Zach. Mustang Sally. 
Don't you slow your Mustang, Mustang down. down. Yeah, all right. Woo. Uh, and finally, the last we have to thank is... It's got some symbols in front of it, so I'm not going to... I'm just going to do the... Yeah, app, read those, Pat. What does that say, sign. dude? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, you know? Does somebody know those? No. Two Chinese characters? Uh, is it Chinese yeah. or Korean? I don't know. Yeah. It's- but it's uh, at the Simon Kid, so thanks, Simon the Kid. Shishini, Simon Kid. Shishini. <laughs> Shishini. <laughs> and that will be all the social media like, shares, and retweets. We really appreciate it. Seems like that that's growing just a little bit. You know, we don't have to just mm-hmm. see, you know, different aliases of the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only in there twice this time. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of cool. So now we have selected social media replies and comments. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, we have uh, one from David Collins at Old Ben One, who says, "You know it's going to be a, gr- a good day when your podcaster updates overnight and you wake up to a new episode of Longbox Crusade." I gotta agree with them because it definitely uh, beats me listening to just some random Apple Music on the way to work. You know, it's like listening to some. Uh, good friends on the way to work instead and at work too and stifling laughs in my cube. <laughs> that is a good day. That is a good day. It is. Best part of waking best up. Best right. part of waking up is long boxing your cup in your cube. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep it worse. <laughs> it's good. It's good mm-hmm. to the last outtake. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, that's good. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Ah, there you go. I hear I, I I can picture a new promo that way. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> Next, we'll take another one from Ross Show. Okay, sorry, Ross. Old school Ross. That's why I'm 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 down with old school Ross. So that's what I'm going to call Ross from now on, Ross. So you're just old school to me, <laughs> which is a good thing. Ross says, "Come on down, Dark Web. You are one of the very few who have ever said my French Canadian." Last name correctly. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be reading. <laughs> <laughs> oui, oui, my friend. Oui, oui. Sorry, Ross. Excelsior. You busted. Uh, he continues to go on. You busted uh, open my track suit and tickled my tummy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tops or bottoms? Now he's speaking my language. He's speaking yeah, my language. About I have a compliment that you can give one of us, I think. All right. Mm, exactly. Hey. I, I uh, hope you busted open the top of the tracksuit. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Happens in Canada. Canada stays in Canada. Stays in Canada. <laughs> Canada. See, all right, I'm stop talking. I like it. Oh, um, I'll, I'll throw another comment we got from our friend of the show, Ryan Daly, and I think it's the most accurate comment we may have ever gotten. It says, everything Jared said about Storm is accurate. So, <laughs> validation, boys. Uh, validation. To use a phrase from, you can't do that on television. Ryan, don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks the truth. He speaks for all of us. <laughs> uh, so David Collins at back Old Ben again. One. What's that? He's back again. He, he was our first comment tonight. He says, uh, this can't be unseen. Sort of like the now classic line, once you go track, you never go back. Can't be unheard. <laughs> More words of wisdom from the dark web. Yes, sir. Once you go track, you never go back. Right. Track and don't crack either. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for the follows, likes, shares, and comments. We appreciate your friendship and help in spreading the word about this podcast. And that's the show. Be sure to check out our website, longboxcrusaderchronicles.blogspot.com, 
where the posts are made for journaling this crusade. I want to thank Jared, Delvin, and Glenn for being on this episode. But before we go, let's find out where listeners can find us on the internet. Jared? Well, if you want to hear more of my jibber-jabber, head on over to the White Rocket Entertainment Network, where i got a Babylon 5 show and a Quantum Leap show and my own show, Comics with Normies. Uh, If you want to hear more from uh, this crew... Minus Glenn plus Jason, who's not here. We've got. Wait, I'm, I'm being fired. What? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna give you a slip. <laughs> ask you to uh, crappy way to do this. Yeah. Um, move to the. <laughs> we fixed the glitch. <laughs> Take some bug spray. Uh, yeah, we got a roach problem. Anyways, uh, us us Longbox guys do a show over on the uh, on Her Majesty's Secret podcast, which is available on iTunes. Or at secretpodcast.podbean.com if you want to hear us talk about James Bond. Otherwise, just uh, if you were more interested in my art career and all that jazz, hit me up personally. I'm at Yard Sale Artist on Twitter and the Yard Sale Artist on Facebook. Delvin, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at DEE underscore RAY1977. Yeah, chat me up. That just rolls off the tongue. Does it? <laughs> so easy to remember. Really, I, I always like. I, I figure if I spelled it out, like it'd be easier to say. But I, that definitely wasn't the intention when I made it up. It was like eh, I, I need something easy to remember. I can remember the year oh, I was born. Oh shit! Now you um, gave it away. <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, yeah, you you can find me there on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, always uh, willing to uh, chat comic books or anything about the. Uh, Anything about the shows? All right. And Glenn, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at TorgoPSN. Uh, you can find our website, PSNation.com, Facebook, PlayStation Nation, and we our show streams uh, like on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. I think we're going to be on Spotify soon, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Podcast Pickle or something. I don't know. No. We're all over the place. We've been around the world. <laughs> been around the world, uh, yeah, long, long time. I just followed Glenn Ooh, on Twitter. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It just happened. That just happened. You're going to see a lot of food and you're going to see a lot of retro games because I, yeah. I, I make a lot of food. I, I smoke if, a lot of meat. Yeah. Well, you can also find me on Twitter at at Christatos01 or you can find us also on Twitter and Facebook at Longbox Crusade. So give us a look up there as well. So thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode of Crusader Chronicles. You got a comment or question? Email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com or leave a comment on the Longbox Crusade Facebook or Twitter page. So until next time, take care and please join us for the next episode as we continue on the crusade to read them all. Read them all. Read them all. <laughs> read, read them all. Come on. Go. The problem is all inside your head, she said to me. The answer is easy if you take it logically. I'd like to help you in your struggle to be free. There must be 50 ways to leave your lover. She said it's really not my habit to intrude. Furthermore, I hope my meaning won't be lost or misconstrued But I'll repeat myself At the risk of being crude There must be 50 ways to leave your lover 50 ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand You don't need to be coy, Roy Just get yourself free Hop on the bus, Gus you don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key, leave And get yourself free Ooh, slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan
make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. You just listen to me. All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We make no money on this podcast, and it is for entertainment purposes only. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. Hey. Hello. Greetings. Greetings and salutations. Hola. Strasvige. La biblioteca es mucho guapo. Uh, so Pat, this is your fake friend that yes. you told us about. Yes. Not real. This is okay. my fake uh, friend. The payment still hasn't shown up, by the way. So <laughs> just waiting for the check to arrive. Hey, I paid you a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Probably. It's like, wait a minute. Pay friend isn't a real app. Well, yeah, it is. It's PayPal. <laughs> Why do you think they call it pal? I'd show up at Pat's house. Hey, pal. Hey, buddy. Take a load. Hey there, buddy. <laughs> like uh that's not how this works <laughs> i have a special place in my heart heart for waffle house and of course that heart works a lot worse now because of waffle house it rains a lot more uh pat oh, what's your yeah, friend's you. name here well <laughs> his name is glenn glenn. Hey. hi glenn i'm jared hi, glenn hi and then Del- this is my buddy delvin our friendship's actually real we've known each other since <laughs> wow <laughs> These, these are the guys I. Hey, I was even yeah, in Pat's exactly. wedding. Yeah, wasn't I? Yeah, I was in your wedding. Oh, nice. Oh, he's not. I got pictures. I got pictures. I got proof. I got proof. I'm actually surprised that Pat showed up at the time he said he was going to call me because Pat is that friend in our group of friends that if we had to be somewhere at eleven, we'd tell him ten o'clock. Yes, he's admitted that to us before. He's told yeah. us he has a punctuality problem. Yes, and and it's also amazing to me, and it's because he has kids, I'm sure, but it's amazing to me that it's ten in the morning and he's awake no, on a Saturday. Just, I'm old. Now. We need to go back to the college word. And uh, jefe, do you even know what the plethora is? See, <laughs> <laughs> sí, I have many, many plethora. <laughs> How do you know that's a male plane? <laughs> little balls. Little balls, dude. Come on. Yeah, I mean, in the time that y'all were talking about game consoles, I made coffee. I started doing like the squats for my oh, squat challenge. Go. I kissed the wife. I had, I had a very productive time. <laughs> squat challenge? That'd be for me. The squat challenge would be. So, can you squat once? <laughs> Yeah, Insane. it's it's a son of a. I'm I'm at um hold on 155, and so I cut I chop them up into fifths. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's that's 31 squats. Uh, a pop. Guys, it's Saturday. I understood there would be no math. <laughs> I sent out, I emailed everybody the script. I got it. We have a script here, Glenn, if I don't know if you're... I'm going to ignore it, but... And Glenn, we, 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 stick, we stick very strictly do not. to the script. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's yeah. a lot of it. I, I mean, I'm a talker, and, and I, no, we I couldn't, we couldn't love tell. talking. <laughs> just, yeah. well, I, I had to get that out of the room. Get that out. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known that by now, Pat. I'm just letting... Just saying yeah. what these guys are probably thinking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody knows we makes fun of me for it, so I'm just glad there's somebody new. Yeah, everybody, look at Glenn. <laughs> hey, look at me, everybody. Look at me. I can actually challenge Jared here. I know, right? Like, I'm yeah. sweating over here. I, I need some Gatorade. I, I, can't, I can't keep me in, coach. I can do it. I know I can. <laughs> <laughs> cut me, cut me, Lou. <laughs> I'm a crap and thunder. <laughs> yes. That is the biggest part of it is I just got tired of editing. It's it's a lot. I think that's coming up, coming our way one day. Yeah. Yeah. Pat's I, like, I, you know, tired of screwing you with you guys and making you well, look I mean, good. Don't front. I'm about to rat on Pat. I was talking to Pat on the phone last night. His wife started yelling at him in the basement. He accusing him of having conversations that, she, that he didn't want her to hear. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Pat goes back, well, we're talking comic books. If you want to come to 
about to talk. Pat Pat's wife is one of the strongest women I've ever known. Uh, it was like <laughs> it was saying. like the um, that commercial though. Uh, what's that? Who are you talking to? <laughs> he sounds yeah, Jake, yeah. It was the Jake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was suspicious yeah. as hell. What, what kind of a life have you led, Pat? Your wife was suspicious as hell. <laughs> I'm a man of mystery. We can do it. We can do 10 <laughs> yeah, years of podcast just on the crap we all used to do as as youngsters. <laughs> he's like, Pat doesn't do anything but Cristados. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'll get nothing like it. <laughs> Caddyshack references. I do like this Glenn guy. Let's, let's keep him around. Maybe, maybe we can just bump Jason yeah. permanently like, you know. Wow. Yeah, that's all I need to do is get on another regular podcast and piss everyone off. <laughs> it, I've already okay. got everybody mad that I'm leaving my, my regular one. It's okay, though. You don't have to edit. Exactly. Pat does all the work. <laughs> very true. Bastard. And see, I've run, I have run into this in my art career, too. There's always, like, the, somebody who wants to, like, you know, I, I know what, what photograph you use to reference this drawing. And I'm like, yeah, I use I use yeah, almost always, nice. almost always use photo references. Well, then you're not a true artist. And I'm like, I'm, I'm more of an inker. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a great pencil. <laughs> oh, so you're a tracer. Yeah, I'm a tracer. I'll trace you on around your <laughs> body. Um, and, then, and then they're like, well, you know, it's, it's better if you if you don't use a, a photo reference. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see what you drew. Tell Move along. <laughs> yeah, Jared, yeah, but what, what, you know, what do you call it if – you know, somebody's already drawn something, and then you're just like tracing around like the exact same I thing. I will trace a line around your dead body. <laughs> it's an art form. I hate oh. I'll be right back. It's all right. Talk amongst yourself. Smoke if you got him. <laughs> well, now that Pat guy's gone, what a dick, huh? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> no, Never no, like him. no. I will, like him. I will not make fun of Pat because he is the editor and he can make you sound anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I take that back. I like him. He See, he knows better than to do that to me, though, because I know too many secrets. <laughs> but yeah, old old Pat, he's good dude. He's good guy. All right, we all love Pat. Pat's the best. I just want to, I just want to find nice things when he comes back. As opposed to what we usually find when we come back on the audio tracks. Be, be you know, careful, Jared. You don't want to lay it on, you know, there. How thick. Let's do it live. Feel it. Own it. Let them know you're there. Make, make them believe, believe it. it. Feel, feel, feel it. Whatever you want to do. I like Torgo. Uh, you're doing it live, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Doing it live. <laughs> Somebody stop that hammering. He's catching on quickly. Where the posts are made for journaling this crusade. I want to thank Jason. Oh, wait. I don't want to thank Jason. <laughs> I want to thank Jason for not being here. <laughs> I want to thank Jason for not being here and screwing everything up, mucking up the words. That's how much I miss him. Uh, oh. oh, how do I say goodbye? Oh, great! Now we're now we're every movie in the nineties. <laughs> the good times. Go 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 ahead, man. We can start. Swim forever's gone away. Last call. Last call. It's so hard to say goodbye. You knew I was gonna do that. Go ahead. I don't know. Oh, baby, I'm going to miss you.
Why'd you have to leave me like that? Why'd you have to go away? Don't say goodbye, baby. We're meant to be together forever. With me, the memories. 